Welcome to Crab Takes and Football. That's what this podcast does. I'm TK, joined by Holly. Holly, football's back, baby. It's back, baby. It's it's week one is upon us. We're not talking about training camp. We're not talking about practice. We're talking about a real game. And actually, as we as we record this, a real game is getting ready to get started here on Thursday night. Uh, also, I guess we should say our, our best to all of our British fans out there uh, with the death of Queen Elizabeth II. I'm sure we get a lot. You know, we I do have my obviously we we talked about Eddie last week. Another shout out. Shout out to Eddie. You know, my my South African friend who lives in Tampa. So maybe there are other other interesting, uh, you know, people from around the world listening to Crab Takes and football. What do you think? DK? Yeah, it's pretty cool. I am uh, not that torn up about it, but whatever. But it's cool. You, I mean, is was it cool? Is it really cool? I mean, it's it's unfortunate. I don't know if I'd call it cool. That's a little harsh. Oh yeah, I, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it to be <laughs> a good thing. I'm I'm fairly. Uh... <laughs> you hate hate sweet old ladies you know but no whatever actually she might have been kind of a bitch from some accounts but um regardless yeah i uh, yeah maybe maybe another podcast yeah get another into, podcast we'll yeah. delve into you know it, what, what crab takes and royals that's going to be our there next our next podcast that's what this podcast does but not this podcast that'll be the next podcast so anyway. right our new series yeah soon, soon to be released uh, we got a big episode today as we break down week one as the Ravens come up to my neck of the woods and take on the New York Jets. And then we're going to go through and do our annual season prediction. We'll go week by week, predict win-loss for the Ravens. A completely pointless activity, but we find it fun and everybody yeah, does it. Yeah, it's going to be, oh uh, my God, how <laughs> many, like, 12, I mean, what... Who I mean, I will probably have more wins than you. I'm going to say that. And I will probably it's going to be stupid how many wins the Ravens have when I go through and, and look at the schedule. That's that's my opinion. I think it's going to be dumb and purple colored, colored glasses. But, hey, it should be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun for sure. Um, so let's see any big Ravens news since the last time we recorded. I guess no contract for Lamar. Yeah, no, as of uh, yeah. yet, no contract for Lamar. Tomorrow, allegedly, the deadline. But he but, said the week's not over. Yeah. And by the um, way, I loved his hair in his recent press conference yesterday. That was that was just kick ass. Yeah, I think Love. he's just I think he's just getting ready for week one. He's gonna yeah. get the new uh the new do uh, yeah. as he does. He's getting him rolling. I like it. Yep. Absolutely. Anyway, um you know, I, I the couple things that we might want to mention about week one that are, are somewhat newsworthy would probably be players not suiting up. You know, so most likely we're not going to see Ronnie Stanley. Uh, we're not going to. It is see, nice he's practicing, though. Yeah, he's back practicing, which is fantastic. Yeah, that's great. I, I'd be surprised. He, You know, he's kind of, he's not quite, uh, it doesn't look like at least that he's in an everyday practice kind of mode. Um, so I, I'd expect him to maybe be another couple weeks um, just based off that. And, and I'm OK with that, I think. Um, yeah. You know, it's he Juwan James. Exactly. Um, let's see what Juwan James can do. And then um, Travis Jones is obviously out a few more weeks. And then there was one more player I was looking at. And give me one second. And I miss it. No. It was just Nick Boyle today. Ah, that's who it was, was the only he's, only he's other, the other person that didn't practice, and it might have been a vet day. That's right. So I think that's pretty likely. It was yeah. just uh, you know, just one of those no, load no management tight end pun uh, intended. Oh man. Uh, but but anyhow, uh, you know, yeah, Stan. So it looks like Stanley and Travis Jones will probably be the two guys not playing. So both of the offensive and defensive lines are impacted, but. Considering who we're playing, I I wouldn't think that those gentlemen missing the game will impact things too much. Yeah, the other guy, actually, Lamar <laughs> alluded to it in his presser that, that J.K. Dobbins may be a couple ah, weeks away still. 
Yeah. Um, so I would be surprised if he plays. I think that's probably fairly, you know, not obvious, but consistent with his progression. Yeah. Um, but he did talk all that, all that, all those tweets about being ready for week one. So who knows? Maybe he'll be, uh, maybe he'll surprise me. The other guy is Marcus Peters. Uh, he's been practicing. Haven't really seen him in, you know, like team activities. Um, like, like, what am I trying to say? I don't know. We we don't know what like, he's doing. he hasn't been I in guess games he ha- yet and stuff. We right. haven't he seen has an actual competition, but he has been practicing for a while. He has, yes, yes. So he has been doing team activities, but exactly, we don't know how ready he is. And he had another quote. I think it was last week. He said, you know, when when his body tells him it's ready, you know, he'll be ready. So that could be Sunday, and we'll see. And that would be a really nice boost for the secondary. But um, yeah, there's there's some interesting things happening in this game. Uh, we are confirmed going to play against Joe Flacco for Flacco's first game against the Ravens uh, in his career. He has wins against 30 teams in the league. The only teams he has not beaten are the Ravens and the Seahawks. So gets his shot at his former teammate or his former teammates, his former organization. Um and I just and I just realized as we were getting ready for the podcast that when we started this podcast, he was still the starting quarterback. Oh yeah, uh, which is uh, which is kind of strange to think about, but yeah, he gets his shot. Um, yeah, I mean we it, it, but, it was a shock when we drafted Lamar. We were yeah. like ready to go with Joe for the next foreseeable future for the most part. Um, or let's let's put it this way: it wasn't. It was like the next season we thought we'd end up drafting a quarterback, not when we drafted Lamar. So, so yeah, man, absolutely. Joe is our guy and I'll still defend Joe, man. He is one of the most underrated quarterbacks and most shit on quarterbacks for lack of a better term that has probably ever played the game for a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And you think about the two guys that won Super Bowls for the Ravens. Joe Flacco and Trent Dilfer, and they have—they both have to be two of the most maligned starting quarterbacks ever in NFL history. For, yeah, for both, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Yeah, right, right. Which is really strange to think about. Um, and then, of course, he moved to Lamar Jackson, who is also much maligned by uh, yeah. a lot of people. Um, for yeah, very different I, reasons. Yeah, I think Joe's going to he's going to make a couple plays, but then he's also going to make, you know, uh, some of his more more plays that are happening more frequently. I don't know if you saw the the preseason interception that he threw that was returned for a touchdown, but it was just like the most quintessential Joe Flacco mistake, like didn't see the underneath linebacker. And, you know, I think that's going to I just see something like that happening again. Uh, but then, you know, he's still got the deep ball. He's got Elijah Moore, Denzel Mims, and Cordy Davis. I mean, pretty pretty solid top three receivers there. But their offensive line is very banged up. Um, report today that starting left tackle Dwayne Brown, who was replacing their starting left tackle Mekhi Becton, um, may not be able to go on Sunday. So they might have some flipping around to do up front, uh, which probably have has uh, – Dafe Owe and Justin Houston licking their chops. Probably going to see some some blitzes off the edge, likely with um, Kyle Hamilton, Chuck Clark, and whoever's playing in the slot. Maybe some blitzes from Patrick Queen as well. You know, we, you know, he is a very effective blitzer. Um, I don't see the Ravens' defense having a particularly difficult day, other than maybe knocking off some rust for for guys coming back from injury. Agreed. I could see some missed tackles. I could see some, you know, some big plays here or there that normally might not have happened just because guys weren't quite quite in, you know, in season form. You can't really say mid-season, but season form. Um, you know, the other thing to keep in mind here with our outside linebacker is you mentioned Dafe Owe. He'll no longer be playing with a shoulder brace now, they mentioned. And his mm-hmm. his comment was that he feels more violent now. And oh goodness gracious. That's outrageous. I mean, yeah. I think that if if he was if he's saying he wasn't getting full arm extension, 
and that that bright that shoulder brace that he'd apparently been wearing since like high school was holding him back i mean holy crap and to be honest with you when you think about the fact that so many times he's been in been within like a hair of a sack or something like that well that's the difference right there it yeah it could be a huge difference you know his reach from the shoulder harness so mm-hmm. anyway that's a lot of projection on my part but that's that's an interesting thing that we'll have to start looking at early in the season yeah, yeah. for sure i think uh you know he's poised to have a big year that was i mean he looks great he's looked awesome in the preseason um houston is likely going to be matched up against a, a third or fourth string tackle or a rookie um so i'm sure he's he's looking forward to that but yeah i, I texted you earlier this week made it might have been yesterday I, I just haven't talked about marcus williams in the, we'll let in you go pre-season. you have the next 10 minutes uh, i don't i don't need 10 minutes maybe, maybe just one minute i haven't talked about him enough the everybody knows that safety is my favorite position uh in in football and bringing we never really gave him his dues for how good he is i think he brings a skill set that the ravens haven't had in a long time and i think he has that center field ball snatching you know ball hawk kind of ability you know he has a lot of pass breakups he has the interceptions you know, he brings an element that the Ravens haven't had in a little bit. And when you're talking about the big plays that may happen, you know, as things gel together, it's going to be Marcus Williams who takes some of those off the board. You know, the Ravens gave up an insane amount of big plays last year. Um, and now they have this guy who's the eraser. He, You know, he, he either he's going to get pass breakups or he's going to intercept it or, or whatever is going to happen. You know, he's that guy that's going to change the defense that that, you know, doesn't let teams blow the top off of the defense. And, you know, if, if you think back to those like Bengals games where they have all, had all those deep passes because, you know, somebody's isolated or the safety's out of position and things like that. We don't have enough range to, to cover. Um, Marcus Williams very directly addresses that issue. So I can't wait to see you know, what he brings uh, on Sunday, you know, just how much ground he can cover and, and what kind of difference he makes. But I'm very excited. Uh, haven't haven't given him his full dues uh, this this offseason just yet. But I, I feel like over the next uh, several months, that's a name that's that I'm going to be saying a lot on this podcast. Well, it, if all works out, I think we'll all be saying it. I mean, he should be. It, just based off the fact he's coming in as a free agent and was such a highly rated guy and all of that, I mean, he should be coming in and being a star on our defense. Let's face it. I mean, if he's not, there's a problem. I mean, nobody's talking about him, which is kind of weird, I feel like. But like you said, I mean, even you're not talking about him and you love safeties. But, you know, he I, I have a lot of big expectations for him. If he's not a Pro Bowl safety, I'm going to be upset. I know that's saying a lot, but that's why we brought him in. Yeah, where he's getting that kind of money. Uh, he he has that kind of expectation um, from me, at least. I, I expect him to make a huge difference for sure, um, and I think he will. So yeah, off my soapbox now for Marcus Williams. I am excited to see him play, and um, yeah, like just just generally what this kind of revamped defense looks like. I think uh, it's going to be pretty. Pretty exciting to watch, especially against maybe not the most uh, explosive offense in the league. Um, on the other side of the ball, talking about the offense, just a couple questions about that offensive line. I mean, a couple couple new pieces. Left tackle, right tackle are both new. Center's new. Um, left guard is maybe not our strongest spot. And really, Kevin Zeitler is the only guy that, <laughs> that I feel 100% confident in going into the game. But... You know, it's just a chance for them to all play together against a pretty talented Jets defensive line. And, you know, it might start a little slow, may may take a couple of drives to get things going. But I I think uh, the Ravens offense will hit their groove and definitely do enough to to get a win. Yeah, I I, I, there would have to be some major. Crapping of the bed for the Ravens to lose this game. I mean, just with the 
with the injury position the Jets are in, the talent disparity between the two teams, let's face it, the coaching disparity between the two teams, I, I do think that if the Ravens should run away with this. Yeah. So I guess let's let's get to this prediction and then we'll we'll roll through the rest of the season. I guess not a not a huge in-depth preview for us this time around. Well, but. before we before we get to that, let's just talk about like like okay, who on offense for anyone that might be listening to the pod thinking about is there anyone on this Ravens team I want on fantasy? You know, or they're going into a draft, a late week, you know, late season or late summer draft right before the first game. You know, what are your thoughts on uh, fantasy for Sunday? For Sunday, I think it's it's going to be interesting because I assume the Jets are going to play a lot of zone to not let Lamar run. And I think we're going to see that from a lot of defenses. And the guy who very easily stood out against zone in this preseason was Isaiah Likely. Um, he just has the ability to, uh, I guess he's shown some ability to find those soft spots and run after the catch. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the Jets do with Sauce Gardner because he is a man-to-man guy, and if they force him to play zone and how that works out. Um, but I, you know, I do also see like Rashad Bateman if he's able to get over to the other side, and um, or, or if he's able to, you know, find those soft spots as well. You know, he could have a big day. So those those are my two guys. I think they're gonna they're gonna try to take Andrews out of the game as much as possible. So those are my two pass catchers. Is there any running back you you would start or play? I mean, I think the reality is, based off what we just said about J.K. Dobbins, we're looking at Mike Davis, Justice Hill, and Kenyon Drake. Yeah, it just feels like a Davis game. I mean, if the Ravens are – I I think they're going to start a little (laughs) slow, but if they're able to jump out to a lead, then – you know, maybe it, maybe it come becomes like a Davis kind of game and, and kind of grind it out um, and yeah, really go after that time of possession. Agreed. Like, I think it's going to be one of those games where, like, somebody like Kenyon Drake or even Justice Hill, as much as I'm, I'm not a huge fan, they'll probably have maybe more yards or maybe the touchdown or, you know, something like that. But Mike Davis will have the most carries. You know, he'll be the guy that, that is on the field the most throughout the game, I think. Yeah, yeah. And of course, Tucker. And um, I think the Ravens defense is going to have a good day. Agreed. Now, who do you think mm-hmm. is going to be the return man? Are they going to go with DuVernay? I mean, he's a Pro Bowl returner. Are they going to stick with uh, Pepe Williams? I think it'll be interesting to see how they how they use Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, Demarcus Robinson. Uh, if he is the wide receiver, too, which, you know, might be a little bit too soon to do that, you know, because he was brought in late, uh, then I do see DuVernay returning kicks and, and keeping him in that role. But if, if DuVernay is expected to start and then be out there on a lot of offensive snaps, then I think the Ravens have shown some hesitance to having a returner back there that is you know, that uh, involved. I think it's going to be interesting to see whether Prochet and DuVernay return kicks at all, quite frankly, just because of that. Now, obviously, with Robinson being on the fold down, that does change things a little bit. Um, It adds, obviously, some more touches that you might not otherwise have. But, you know, it's it, it definitely makes sense to have a guy that's like your fifth or sixth DB, you know, returning kicks than one of your starting wide receivers. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But again, he is a pro bowler. So yeah, do you really want to take exactly. him out of a pro bowl spot? I don't know. I think that's going to be an interesting thing to see for sure. And, yeah. and certainly as the season progresses. Yeah, for sure. More, it just more d- it. depends on how much they're getting out of it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, if they're, if he's, if he's just, a, you know, having an average year returning and, and not doing as much on the wide receiver side and they feel like that's hurting them, then we might see less of it. Right. Agreed. And, and maybe that's when, you know, Robinson gets a bigger role in the offense or, or William gets a bit or Williams maybe is playing some more slot corner and things change as well. So it's kind of hard to say at this point, but. Uh, either one, I think, are, are pretty decent options. Of course, DuVernay has the season of success already. So, yeah, that's that's a good a good question. We'll, we'll have to keep an eye on that as the season yeah. progresses. Right. So, 
that being said, let's get a prediction for week one. And uh, then we'll roll through the rest rest of the season and, and get get a prediction for each game. Let's see. I'm going to say 24 to 6. 24 to 6. Okay, I had 24 to 7. Uh, I'm sorry. What did I have? I had 24-13 um, for the Ravens. Two-score two win is, is pretty big on the road week one. Um, yeah, I, I think we're both on the same page there. So let's keep it moving. We got we both got 1-0 for the Ravens. Um, and week two is actually going to be a tough matchup as the Miami Dolphins come to town. Tua got a new head coach in um, Mike McDaniels. And potentially Lamar's new team, but he kind of, you know, strayed away from that today in an interview where he said he was just joking. So the Dolphins, kind of a team that really, you know, essentially dominated the Ravens last year. Um, uh, what was that, Thursday night football? What do you think? Dolphins come to town. I think we steamroll them. I don't, I don't know. I think we beat the Dolphins, too. Yeah, I, I think we meet the Dolphins at home. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not worried about Tua. All right. Um, we three Ravens travel up to Foxborough to take on the Patriots. What do you think? I think we win. Yeah, same. This isn't, okay. this isn't your, your father's Patriots or our Patriots. From yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it, they have, they have some interesting stuff going on. The I think the most interesting thing I read recently was that um, Bill Belichick has not named Matt Patricia the offensive coordinator because with his current job title, the Lions still pay Patricia's salary. Mm, but uh, if he moved into a like coordinator job, and- yeah, then right. then the Patriots would pay it. Which is like the most petty but smart thing. I mean, like, I mean, only... why would you do that? I mean, the yeah, why does everybody do dumb that? I don't know. Don't do that. I mean, it is petty and silly, but at the same time, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, why? I don't know why everybody doesn't do that. Yeah. I mean, it's like saying, well, you know, like, I'm just thinking about in baseball, like, when somebody gets released from their contract, they only have to pay them the veteran minimum, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, the same idea, uh, like if if you release Chris Davis and some other team says, "Oh, I know we don't have to pay that contract, but we'll still pay it anyway." What the? Right. Heck? That's not gonna happen. No, they're gonna pay the veteran minimum and let it be. You know, right? I, right. That's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I I mean that has no impact. He's like still calling plays. He has the same exact role that a coordinator would have. He just doesn't have that job title. So the Lions are still paying for that. that so, is, well, yeah, regardless of how smart that move is, I think the Ravens go into Foxborough and beat the, the Patriots. Patriots will be the Patriots. I think that's the key. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. So we both have the Ravens at 3-0 and through three weeks. The next one, another tough one, AFC East. The, already the third AFC East. No, the fourth AFC East matchup. Wow. Clear, clearing out that division. Early I on. haven't looked at it that way. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. The Buffalo Bills Vision come to town. Straight across. Yeah, the Buffalo Bills come to town. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, Von Miller added in, in the off season. I, as much as I'd love to say, oh, the Ravens are going to go four zero. I we have to be realistic in some respects. So this is where I'm going to give us a loss, even though it is at home. I'm going to say we lose to the Bills. Um. Yeah, I think I agree. It's just one of those games that you lose early on and, and you avenge later. I yeah, think. and not saying we don't, go. We, we don't play well or anything. I just, mm-hmm. in the end, they've got a lot of firepower. I think that'll just be a game we happen to, we're, we're not able to get it done for one reason or another. Yes, agreed. So, all right, so, wow, we are on the same page so far. Uh, so through four weeks... We both have the Ravens at three and one with the exact same wins and losses or wins and one loss. Week five, another tough one. Um, Cincinnati so Bengals. In Cincinnati. So it's also a Sunday night football game. Yes. So we've got the bright lights of NBC 
Sunday night football. You know, it's at home against Cincinnati. Unfortunately, the Bengals have now become the team that we will split with, probably, if we're lucky. And because I'm going to be hopeful, this will be the game that we beat Cincinnati and we'll probably lose to them at the end of the season at home or at their home. But anyway, I'm going to say this is a win. Okay, I'm going to go the opposite. I think I think we lose this one. Uh, I don't know why. Just a feeling. It's just like going to be one of those annoying primetime losses to an annoying fan base that just like kind of sticks with us for a little bit. Um, Two losses at home to two contenders over the Yeah. Good. What are they going to do? Yeah. Like, that's two straight losses. Let me ask you this. Week five, do we have some reinforcements coming back at that point? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You know, we um, yeah, potential. a possibility. Uh, Ronnie Stanley is a possibility. Yeah. J.K. Dobbins is when likely is back job by open? then. What is, when is he allowed to come back? Is it week eight or something, or what? Or is it? What is? What is that new rule with that? That seems to be my recollection. Is either it's who's eight weeks since? Certainly the back half of the season. But yeah, how far into the back half? Um, anyway, a, a discussion for another time, but it's still it's something to think about as we get into some of these later games yeah. um, as to whether, you know, the Ravens will get some of these injured players back. Yeah, it looks it looks like earlier in May, which is at this point a long time ago, uh, they were thinking in October. Okay. And if we're looking at week five, that is October now. That's yeah. So it's getting I mean, getting right so around there. Getting right around there. I mean, I think Man. you're probably looking now. That's probably returning to practice. That's probably right. So not, it's gonna be a few more weeks after that. Game ready? Yeah. I mean, now granted, they can with his position, he doesn't have to play the entire game, so they can pick their spots with him. Um, so I could see maybe that Cleveland game or maybe Maybe actually, maybe after the bye week is probably most realistic versus Carolina, but maybe one of those away games, Tampa or New Orleans. Yeah, I, I would hope for before the bye week and then like give him the, the week to rest up and, you know, I don't know, yeah. do it like that. But you never know. I mean, like, yeah, like we said, it's definitely expect Ronnie Stanley back by then, J.K. Dobbins by then. Um, and then, you know, like we were saying before, everything should be kind of coming together after that. You know, without yeah. the preseason games, you think, all right, four weeks, you know, we should be firing on all cylinders at this point, especially with the, with the level of talent that the Ravens have. I mean, some teams are just going to stay bad. But, you know, I do think the Ravens lose that game to the Bengals. So I got them at three and two. You got four and one. Um, week six, we come back up to MetLife to take on the Giants. I will not be going to that one. Oh, no. man, that, that, that was like your your perfect storm. I know. That was uh, – that would have been awesome. I think that weekend is not in the cards for me, though. Um, I think this is another game that, that is just a not-as-talented team, and the Ravens handle business. I would agree. If we if we lose this game, there have been major issues in the season. Mm-hmm. So you're at four and two. No, I'm sorry. I'm at four and two. You're at five and one. Yep. Week seven, Cleveland Browns come to town. Still no Deshaun Watson for them. And even if they didn't have Deshaun Watson, I think the Ravens win this one. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is the divisional opponent. I think that we beat twice. Um, if it's brown, flush it down. Okay. Six and one, five and two. Then we go to Tampa Bay. Also a, a Thursday night prime yeah. time. Yeah. Literally prime time Thursday night game. Mm-hmm. Is is Tom Brady back with Giselle when we play the Bucks? Will that be playing on his mind by the by the time October 27th rolls around? No, I don't think so. 
I don't I don't think it will be I don't think he'll be weighed with that on his mind is is what I'm saying. And will it be because he's found another supermodel or he's just not worried about it? He's able to separate. I think he's I think he's able to compartmentalize. I think so too. As much as I don't like Tom Brady, I think he's probably able to do that. So I this is a tough one for me. Um It's away at Tampa. I think we're a better team than the Bucs. But going to Tampa can be, you know, it can sometimes be hard to win there, depending on how good they are. Um, but you know what? I'm going to say we win that game. I'm going to say we, we come out of uh, Cleveland, playing that Cleveland game with a bit of a swagger, and we go on national TV and, and take care of the Bucs. So we win that game. Yeah, let me see. I'm just trying to look up a. God, I have way too many wins on the board right now, but I feel like I feel like it's legitimate. No, that's all right. I think it works. The. I'm trying to look up real quick. What is the record for teams who travel for a Thursday game after a Sunday game? It can't be good. That's that's a good point. Away on Thursday, it can't be. I I just don't I just don't think that makes much sense for me to make a have a have a win here. You know what? It it doesn't. I I gotta I gotta change it too. This is okay. A, this is a loss. That just all right. So you got six and two. I got five and three, and the three losses are to the Bucks, the Bengals, and the Bills. So three like good. Teams. Oh, good teams, but also basically the only good teams we faced so far. In fairness. Uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, okay, and then get a get a nice long break, extended long break. Oh, hold on, I haven't talked about the Saints yet. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because it's on Thursday and we're playing on Monday. Sorry. On Monday, yeah, even longer. So we play Monday night at the Saints. You know the. Uh, you know, New Orleans is always rocking for primetime games. Hopefully um, the lights don't go out this time. Oh, yeah, that's true. Is that the last time we've played at New Orleans? I'm sure we've played them since, I would think, in the last 11 years. We played them in Lamar's... One of his first starts was against the Saints in Baltimore. But I don't know if... I don't know if the Ravens have been to New Orleans. Oh, 2014. Okay. I was going to say, we had yeah. gone there in the last 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, 2014, Ravens went into New Orleans and beat them 34-7. to seven. But a very I'm sorry, 34-27. Very, very different New Orleans team now. Yeah, Jameis Winston at the helm, new head coach. Yeah, that I think is even the biggest factor. Yeah, in all of it. New head coach. I mean, Drew Brees. The Drew Brees not being there is massive, but having a new head coach is a. I mean, I feel like they were still able to eke out some wins and stuff without Drew Brees occasionally, but. Yeah, I think the Saints. New, just, it's a whole new world now. Yeah, I think the Ravens go in and beat the Saints. I agree. Despite the uh, the Superdome crowd, go into Monday Night Football and we beat the Saints. We we both agree we got a win going into the bye. Right. So you've got us at what six and three, and I've got us at seven and two. Yep. Okay. So we're pretty close. And your two losses are what the Bucks and the Bills. Yep. Bucks and, and I got I got Bills, Bengals, Bucks. Look at that. Three Bs. The killer Bs. Yeah. But- Killer bees, man. Yeah. Okay. So then we got by week ten, week eleven. We tr- uh, we host Carolina, Baker Mayfield. Might be Sam Darnold at that point. Well, I think we can both just say that's a win. I mean, that's a win. Just, we don't have to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but then they have all those draft guys that we love so much. We do, we do. They had. They we'll, had oh man, we'll have to talk about that a lot. We will. That'll be fun <laughs> when we get to that week because we'll be able yeah. to talk about half their roster and 
you're going to have a ter- terrible record, but we're going to talk about how we love half the players on the roster. I'm not sure what that's going to t- say about us. But. Yeah, and, and my, my former turf, DJ Moore. Tommy Tremble. God. Oh, man, all those guys on defense, heart, too. Twitter right now. Yeah, I can't a wait. Flitter? I can't wait. A flitter? Anyway, what? A flitter. A flitter. A flip. Uh, flutter? Flutter? Anyway, whatever. We can't speak English. We're just going to move on. Um, what are, yeah, whatever that phrase Jacksonville. is. Jacksonville. This is going to be a sneaky one. You think I so? Think, I think so. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence is going to get better. They have ETN back. Um, their wide receivers don't scare me that much. But I think they're going to be a little frisky. I, we're not we're not losing to the Jags. I'm I'm making that a win. Are you making that a loss? Um, let me think. Are we really losing? Are you really making us lose to the Jaguars? You're a terrible fan. Um, no, you, no, what, we're not. For some we're, reason, you love Jacksonville. I, I like Jacksonville is a team that I absolutely despise still from the expansion oh no, draft, no. all that stuff. I mean, that's just. Mm. Yeah, I just, I just, I don't know. I have, I have a tough time writing them off like that. Actually, I'm just looking at their uh, depth chart right now as it's listed on uh, ESPN. They have no backup left tackle and no backup left guard. So that's. I think we're going to beat the Jaguars. So that's interesting. I think, I think we're going to beat them as well. Um, But. The Josh you're Allen. You're wobbling. You love the Jaguars. You love the Jaguars. I think they're going to be frisky. They're you not going to be. Florida, they're not going to be two and fifteen or, or three and thirteen. You think Baltimore wasn't worth an expansion team back in? <sighs> I'm number ninety three or whatever that was. I'm really disappointed in you, TK. That's not what I'm saying. It is absolutely what you're saying. Um, okay. How old I, were you then? Were you were you born? Uh, in ninety three, I was one year old. Okay. Well, you might now. I was going to say, I, I was going to start saying you, you were part of the movement, but you might not have been part of the movement. So. I don't, I don't anyway. think I was. Yeah. If, if I, if I was, I don't recall. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, to... we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, yeah. And the Ravens, Ravens win that one. So that's two wins coming out of the bye. So eight and three, you got, uh, what was it? Nine and no. Yeah. Nine and two. Nine and two, I got eight and three. Okay. Uh, all right, then the Ravens come back home. They host Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos, who I also think are going to be a little frisky this year. Yeah, I think they're going to be a good team. But do they come into Baltimore traveling east for a one o'clock game and, and win? Well, they've certainly got the quarterback to do it. Um, Russell Wilson is is a pretty fantastic player. Um, also but- a new coach there. Mike, also, uh, there. Josh Daniels, right? Josh but Daniels. I will say, well, no, isn't Josh Daniels in? He's in uh, Denver, or I mean, not Denver, uh, Las Vegas. Oh yeah, who's Denver's coach? Let's see here. Hold on. It's somebody new. I just oh, it starts with an S. Is that right? Do 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 do. Where does it say? Hold on. Oh, Nathaniel Hackett. Sorry. My bad. Uh, Apologies to the Hackett family. Yeah. Those listening yeah. to our uh, to our pie this evening. Um, yeah. He's coming from from Chargers land. Uh, that offense. I think they're going to be they're going to be interesting. They lost Tim Patrick, which sucks. But, you know, they still yeah, have that's, Judy. that's unfortunate. I, but I think that's going to matter in this game. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I think at home, you know, if this were in Denver, I might, I would probably feel differently, but because this is at home, I think the Ravens win this game. So I'm going to, yeah, same. I mean, same, I got the, yeah, I, I mean, at this point, I think the Ravens are going to be a well-oiled machine. Yeah. And, and, and that's the other playoff push too. Exactly. If, as long as we are relatively healthy this is where we're making our final push to really start beating some folks um, okay yeah all right. same all right so then now, yeah, week 14 yeah how about that we're going now it's finally we're into december we've got all of our reinforcements back in a perfect world uh david ajabo setting the world on fire 
Um, I here's what I think right now. Because of what I said about the Bengals, and that we win the first game, which was in October, and then we'll end up winning the last game of the season. Um, because we'll split. I say the same thing about Pittsburgh. I hate saying that, but regardless who Pittsburgh has at their quarterback, they end up being decent. I think they're going to be all right. I see us losing one game and winning the other. I'm going to want that to be the the second to last game of the season rather than this game in Pittsburgh because, you know, I want us to have not a total like losing streak going into the playoffs. Right. So I'm going to say we lose this game in Pittsburgh to the Steelers. Yeah. I I got a loss here too. I think at this point it's probably going to be Kenny Pickett. Um, Not that he's going to make a a huge difference um, in in this particular game. I don't think, I I think it's just going to be the Steelers playing at home in December and, you know, you got to lose sometime. Right. So yeah, I just I just kind of got a split uh, coming here. So then that is your third loss. You're at ten and three. I am at nine and four. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. And then week fifteen, we travel to Cleveland. Um, likely going to be Deshaun Watson at this point starting. What do you think here? I mean, it, I already said I would that, that we were going to sweep Cleveland. So this. Yeah. Is- okay. Yeah. Same. I think uh, it's just Cleveland's got Miles Garrett, and he has a way of changing games. But, yeah, I think uh, – I mean, it's definitely possible. But, look, if if this team is as good as we think it should be when healthy, I don't care about Miles Garrett. Yeah. Um, and we should okay. hopefully have Ronnie Stanley back at that point. Right. Yeah. yeah. In in game no, shape they, and playoff shape. And all. line him up not against Ronnie Stanley, but still. Uh, yeah. So, all right, we got a sweep against the Browns and then we host the Atlanta Falcons. We will win also, that Yeah. Also not the scariest. That will be a nice little uh, Christmas present for those who celebrate on uh, Saturday, the 24th. Yes. Okay. And then week 17, last two games here, finish out against uh, our division rivals. We host the Pittsburgh Steelers week 17. I think this is the one that we win. And then going back to our split idea, I think we uh, we have we were reversed on the split here. Yes, we um, so you have a loss here. I think it's going to be one of these games where the Ravens have something on the line and they go into Cincinnati and, and they win and get one of those really emotional like franchise defining type of wins um on the road so let's see where did we end up i feel like we ended up with like a ridiculous we are the same 13 and 4 yep 13 and 4 we both have a lot of uh we both have our purple colored glasses on but honestly when healthy i think this is pretty doable i mean this is this should be a pretty good football team yeah i can't think of many games where i was like wavering is that that for whatever reason that Jaguars game yeah uh, I don't know why you're wavering on the Jaguars but you know I I think the the main thing I've got to keep in mind is is just the reality check of okay we're gonna lose some games here um but not many of these games really scared me per se you know I mean sure we have ourselves losing to Buffalo losing to the Bucks losing a game to Pittsburgh, you know, that, it, okay, you know, um, it's, it's, those are games that, sure, we could lose them, but I also could easily see us winning those games. The games that really probably scare me the most are against the Bengals, just because their receivers have killed us. Even in years, I mean, it's so stupid, because it's even in years that, you know, going back to the Chad Johnson, TJ Hushmanzada days, when, I mean, they don't even there's nothing that links those teams to this one, really. But we always seem to have problems with the Bengals receivers. So, you know, and and looking back at last year, AJ Green. Yeah, it's it's a constant. Yeah, just 
And, and last year was a nightmare. I mean, Jamar Chase was, I mean, he just took it to a different level. Obviously, the Bengals had a fantastic year and went all the way to the Super Bowl and everything. But, you know, that that is the only team that I look at on this schedule and go, okay, that's that's going to be a hard game to win. Um, and that's the only one where I was like, well, I'm giving this a split because I'm hopeful, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, I, I think I, I maybe not quite hopeful. I think the, the Bengals caught fire at the right time last year. Still definitely a very good team. Um, can they keep doing that, though? I'm not totally Who's sure. Who's covering Jamar Chase? Um, Who have we added that's that's suddenly going to lock down Jamar Chase? Well, I think the I think the difference is like I, I I said earlier is adding Marcus Williams to take away sure. some of those. I'll, I'll agree plays. with that. That that's a very good. So point. maybe maybe okay. not all of them. Yeah. Maybe not all of them. You know, they're still going to take their shots and and they're still going to connect on a few for sure because you know that receiving core, like you said, is pretty nuts. If you can limit some of those. Um, you know, true. I think you gave, you I think you gave yourself Hamilton, a chance. You look at Williams. I, I wasn't thinking about Williams again, you know, overlooking like our star safety signing. I was thinking about Hamilton, which I don't want to see Jamar Chase covered by Hamilton. No offense to Kyle. Hamilton. No, I, and, and I think they will be a little bit smarter than that to, yeah. to put him in that position. They'll, that'll likely be a place where they take a timeout on defense. Yeah. You um, would, you would think. Yeah. Um, the other one that is kind of strange and like the Dolphins are getting so much hype this season because of their new coach and whatever. And, and whatever you think about Tua, you know, he, he might not be that awesome, but he kind of kicked our butt last year. Um, we, even when he had that like broken well, thumb or whatever. Actually, that's a good point. I, I, I will I will give him his due there. Right. So like, yeah, maybe he's not maybe he's not you know, firing the ball around like Mahomes and Allen and Burrow and whoever. But, you know, he was effective last year, and now he's got Tyreek yeah. Hill and Jalen Waddles healthy. But um, we, so too, we got a home speed. opener, sorry, that's, we're going to take care of business. Yeah, hoping home opener's right. But, you know, that, that could be a team to, that could, that can make it a sneaky one. I mean, if uh, we're playing them so. later in the season, maybe, well, actually, I take that back. I mean, early in the season is probably when you don't want to base that team, you know. Yeah, because you just don't know. When exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I, I still I'm not I'm not worried. The only team that I look at again that that's on our schedule that I go, whew, really is Cincinnati. There's nobody else that that I look at that. I mean, certainly, like we said, I mean, Denver is going to be a good team. You know, mm-hmm. Tampa, New Orleans might be OK. You know, even Cleveland might be OK if Deshaun Watson show well yeah absolutely buffalo well actually i shouldn't take that back i the only reason why i'm not as scared quote unquote of buffalo is just because i'm i'm letting them win at a home game you know what i mean i'm Mm -hmm. just saying okay you know we're gonna lose at home it's buffalo um i i would be a lot more scared if it was away and if that, I don't know if that makes any sense. But anyway, um, I mean, Buffalo is definitely a team that concerns me. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, they're they're gonna they're gonna be contenders, regardless, just with Josh Allen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it, the Ravens are a good team. It, we shouldn't be like scared of other teams. I guess. No. I think I'm just trying to be realistic and say, like, you know, this is the NFL and it's difficult well, to I mean, let me win look, every week. Yeah, I mean, so, let me real quick over here. Let me just look at other teams that are out there. Like, is there anyone that's not on our schedule that I would quote unquote be scared to face? Yeah, or I'd be circling the on the on the schedule. The the thing about this this year's schedule is that we're we're facing a fourth place schedule. Yeah. Right. So, you know, we're getting all these we're getting these teams who are who are in fourth place. We're getting some favorable home games, um, yep. which is kind of playing into the Ravens' hands. I mean, they they. <laughs> yeah, they, I'm not used to looking at know. schedules like this that are like kind of cake. It's a little weird. Um, yeah. Like we're not playing the Chiefs. You know the fact. Right. Like, right. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, the Chiefs would be a team, obvious for obvious reasons, probably that I'd be circling the Rams if we were playing the Rams. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about the Cardinals. I feel like they're like a hot and cold team. I wouldn't necessarily be yeah. like nervous about the Cardinals. I think anytime you play Aaron Rodgers in the Packers, you've got to be concerned. Um, but outside of that, is there anyone else? I mean, I don't look. I, I mean, no, not really. No, the Ravens and, and are... I'm, I'm trying to be like as not purple colored glasses as I can be, but you know, it's we've, we've hopefully got a pretty damn good team this year. Yeah, definitely do. And it's going to become very, very competitive. Uh, you, you hope for some different injury luck than we had last year. Um, We've got to. It, it, if, we, yeah. if we have the same or worse injury luck as we had last year, we will have had a plane crash or something. I mean, it's like I did knock on wood. That's a terrible thing to say. But, you know, it's it, that's it. It just. It, oh, God forbid. Yeah. So it's a good team. This this team could win a Super Bowl for sure. I, like the way that it's coached, the way that it's constructed, it's a solid roster. Uh, you know, everybody's going to have their questions about the pass catchers, but I think that's going to be a situation that works itself out with different guys stepping up. And I, I think we can look forward to another to, to the Ravens. What, what did Chuck Clark say? Watch how we bounce back. Uh I think that's ex- that's exactly what's going to happen. I agree with you. I mean, and and you know, it fits the uh, historical narrative well, well as well that you know every ten to twelve years the Ravens tend to be Super Bowl contenders. So you know, here we go. Now's our time to get back to the AFC Championship game, get back to the Super Bowl, and win that damn thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, anything you'd like to? cover before we sign off or are we are we good i think we're good i don't really have anything else i need to say today yeah I, I think i'm running out of words but uh excited for sunday football's back this game bills uh rams is about to start in 10 minutes i'm gonna watch some of that for sure and uh get ready for some tailgating and uh gonna be in the crowd yeah, on can't sunday wait, can't wait for the uh the what are we gonna call it because it's not from the bank yeah i don't know but anyway, we'll, have to, we'll have to come up with something but yeah it, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a crazy atmosphere i'm i'm really excited week one you know it's it's 9 11 in the tri-state area so like you know people are gonna be very very fired up um and very excited so it's gonna be a fun time for sure i'm, I'm looking forward to it um, with that, would you like to sign us off? All right, everybody. Well, I'm going to keep it short. It's week one, baby. Let's go, go Ravens. Ravens.